0: Good morning, ladies. This is Dr. Melissa Rich, and welcome to episode 31 of Taking Care of Your Temple podcast. I have an amazing guest here today, and I will introduce her in just a moment, but let me go through the things that I always go through when we start a podcast session. This podcast is designed to help women connect with God regularly and to use His grace, strength, power, wisdom, you know, all the things. Um, to help them improve their physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. There are four principles that I suggest that we use for these. One is to keep our focus on God. How easy is that to do? (laughs) It is hard. You'd think it would be so simple. It's such a simple concept, but it can be hard because we get distracted. There's so many things going on. I feel like sometimes I have the attention span of a grasshopper. I'm just, you know, all over the place. Next is to acknowledge that we are not enough on our own. I think when I was younger, this was harder for me. The older I've gotten, (laughs) (laughs) the more apparent it becomes. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The I am not smart enough, strong enough, attractive enough, whatever enough that I need God's help. And the good news as always is that God is happy to provide that. If we ask him for it, he's not going to force it on us, but he will provide it. Next is to remember it is about progress, not perfection. I talked to a listener um, the other day, a lady who said she'd been listening to my podcast and she said, that's the best thing that you say. Mm -hmm because she said, I I beat myself up so much for trying to be perfect. Mm -hmm. So God does not require perfection. Thank goodness. It's just about getting better. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing is working on consciously changing our thoughts. Y'all, the messages we give ourselves are so important. And there's so much research going on now that that really determines that, that if we tell ourselves something often enough, we really tend to make it come true. It's that self-fulfilling prophecy. Some of y'all have heard of that. So if we have a lot of negative talks of lots going on we need to become aware of that and we need to make an effort to change them so the verse for this podcast is first corinthians three sixteen. do you not know that you are god's temple and that god's spirit dwells in you and i just think that is so good for us to remember we're not the whole temple by ourselves but we are part of god's temple of the body of christ and and that's just an important thing to remind ourselves of Okay, so I'm going to start off, as I always do, with a quick prayer, and then we will get into the meat of the podcast. Lord, I just want to thank you so much for giving me this vehicle, this platform, and allowing me to put information out there, Lord, to help people just improve their lives. Uh, Thank you that Lydia is here today. Thank you so much for the ministry that she is involved in. I mean, talk about changing lives. It is such an important one. And I just ask that you will bless this podcast and the people who are listening to it and help us to please you with the things that we do. Okay. So Lydia Tate is the, is it director? Is that your title? Executive director of an organization here in Waco called CWJC, Christian Women's Job Corps. Mm -hmm. And when I started researching this, Lydia and I met through, wow, Women Women of Waco, Waco, a, a professional Female networking organization. I've talked about it before, um, and when I started researching CWJC, I thought it was just a one thing here in Waco. Yeah, I was yeah, surprised yeah. to find out that it wasn't, and we'll get to that in a minute. But tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, your background, mm. and how did you end up here at mm. CWJC?
1: Well, my my family is originally from Houston. I have a wonderful husband and three sons: a twenty year old, sixteen year old, and in two days, a fifteen-year-old. I didn't know that. Yes, I oh. have three sons. They are all very much taller than me, um, and my <laughs> house is a scary combination of teenagers. And and oh. yeah. Anyway, um, we're from originally from Houston. We moved here twelve years ago so that my husband could attend uh, Baylor for okay. his graduate studies. He is a pastor. He is a, a teacher, okay. <laughs> and he is now a doctor. Also, he just okay. finished up his doctorate. PhD. So he, uh, no demon the ministry. And, um, so he works for Truett seminary as a director of oh, a certificate cool. of program. And then, um, I am from a nonprofit background. I've worked with okay. a, a national sorority in the past for quite mm-hmm. some time. And then I've also worked with a few different organizations and I landed at CWJC about four years ago. Um, it, I love it. It's wonderful. And I, I really enjoy, um, all aspects of nonprofit. I love how I have to spend 10,000 plates at one time. It's just, it's exciting and fun um, and and challenging. And it's it's great. I I really enjoy it. I can
0: imagine. And one of the reasons that I'm doing several of these kind of nonprofit organizations, because Mm -hmm. I truly believe that giving back is good for your health. For your emotional, mental, spiritual, and it can be money. It can be your time. It can be whatever it is, Mm -hmm. but research backs that up. People who give back are happier. They're healthier. Mm -hmm. So I try to emphasize these and give options. Okay. So again, I didn't realize CWJC was in other places besides Waco. And there are, I mean, Mm -hmm. they're kind of like all across the country. Do you know like how many others there Uh are just?
1: So Christian Women's Job Corps and Christian Men's Job Corps all fall underneath an umbrella of, of the Women's Missionary Organization. And there are... Uh, 40 chapters in texas of cwjc and cmjc and there's 164 nationally wow. Wow. so we uh, if you do that quick math texas has the most chapters yeah. you know we yeah. do everything bigger and better There you in texas. go there you go somehow not really um but yeah so there's 40 here and 164 nationally yeah well that's pretty good
0: and you mentioned wmu uh the women's mission union you know, I grew up Southern Baptist. My dad was a pastor. My parents are missionaries. And so did, WMU was huge. I had not heard about them for years. I didn't even know they were still going. Yeah. Obviously they're still very active, very doing questions. things, yeah, uh, which is great. They're a great organization, very strong yeah. and see, and they started the CWJC and they the did. Christian. Yeah.
1: So they, they started the national Christian job Corps as an effort okay. to help men and women better their lives through education, through professional yeah. development opportunities. And so, and the, our our little niche of CWJC um, does just that. We we offer opportunities for folks to to work on their professional development skills. The WMU overall is just this wonderful women empowered organization that that the world. They have they yes. have all sorts of wonderful yes. um, ministries and and opportunities to to serve and to grow and to challenge yourself. Yeah. They have leadership training. Um, they, they reach the whole globe with, with water and, and with wow. compassion and, and it's really tremendous. And and they are a great organization. Yeah, it's really great. Like so, I said, I
0: just had not thought about them for a while. So do they take a leadership role in CWJC or CMJC, or is each site kind of independent?
1: We're very self-autonomous. Okay. Um, so, which is probably why you haven't heard that there's more of them out there. Probably not. Um, because no, because we, we just do everything of our own accord. Okay. Now they, they do hold us accountable. They make sure that we meet I certain certain parameters, but yeah. they hold us accountable. They help us with you know different types of trainings and things like that. They offer us opportunities, but really we're very self-autonomous. Yeah.
0: And one of the questions I had on there, it may be further on down, but I'm going to ask it now since we're here. Do y'all ever get together and have like conferences? Like, for all the people together? Not,
1: we, there are. There's there's WMU conferences, right. um, both Texas and nationally. Yeah. And then we have some trainings for the Christian Job Corps. Right. But we really don't have like a national Christian yeah, Job Corps I- thing. We're, we're all too busy. Yeah, no, and I get that. <laughs> I just didn't know if y'all
0: like communicated, if there were training we
1: programs, and... we try to. There are training programs. I'm actually certified as a national trainer. Okay. I help with national and state level training and things like that. And um, and we try to do what we can. But I think everybody's so busy that we don't have time for conferences.
0: No, I I felt totally <laughs> that. Yeah, that would be fun. So you, uh, you all CWJC, and I'm assuming CMJC, mm-hmm. been around uh in Waco since 2003. You serve yeah. women over the age of 18 in McLennan County by providing and this is all from the website, so I'm assuming yeah. it's true 100% free job training and GED classes. That's yes. kind of your big purpose. Yes.
1: yeah, it's our big it's our big our big piece.
0: okay. Yeah. so what type of women do you serve and what are like some typical issues that they have? Obviously they don't have their GED, but other than that, I mean, are they minority? Are they? I'm, my mom was hugely involved in prison fellowships. I mm-hmm. don't know if maybe some of them had been Incredible. in prison, or you know, like what all what's the population,
1: all walks of life, really. Um, so you know, surprisingly enough, our our population is not all twenty year olds. Oh. Um, a lot of them are are first off single mothers. We have a lot of single I figured moms, that one. and then we have a lot of folks who have their kids have all gone into school, and they're finally ready to do this okay. piece for themselves. Okay. So they're 30, they're 40. They're even in their fifties wow. working on their GED. They're finally going back and doing this thing for themselves that they wanted to do for a really long that's time. Great. Isn't it fantastic? Yes. I mean, I, I agree most every time I, I talk about it. Um, and so there's just this wonderful factor of these women who are, who are looking to take this next step. Either yeah. they want to go back to college, they want to get I a like better it. job. They want to move up in their job or something like that. And that, that adult education that they'll basic education is required yeah, and that GED can really transform their space. And then some of our women who come to us are not looking for GED. They're looking oh. for a resume. They're looking for a job okay. coaching. They're looking for a computer class. And then okay. they, they might stay and get the GED later, or maybe they right. came for GED and they stay for the other, but yeah. at any rate, um it's it just, it, it's a beautiful, beautiful organization of, of women, of all all backgrounds um some of them left school because they were gonna go get a job some of them left school some of them were never able to go to school because their families didn't let them go to school Uh, Uh, some of them had to quit school to work to support a family member yeah and and so many different factors that came into that space some of them stopped going to school because it was hard because they had an undiagnosed learning disability Uh, there's so many things there that impact impact our education and impact what we do and if you don't have resources to
0: help you with those and if you know
1: that if you don't know what you know right right. you don't know what you know and so yeah it's it's hard to 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 sum up who a typical student is okay i get that it is it's hard we we work with all populations we have we have a great deal of women from the latina community um we have a great deal of women from all all different communities but overarchingly single moms who are looking to get going on that one thing They've wanted to finish and they want to step forward in that career, step forward in education. And, you know,
0: even you you mentioned like women in their forties and fifties, what a great example for their kids and grandkids
1: it's never too late so, so we ask every single woman who comes to us what is your why for being here why did you yeah. call us what is it that motivates you to want to finish this ged because the ged melissa the ged is hard it is a hard test i i am oh really i am here to tell you it is tough. Mm. it is tough and any one of us who maybe even have an advanced degree we would have to go study and work for that test it is hard and oh I'm um, it is yeah, I've name. never looked
0: at it but I take your word for it It is this.
1: it's a tough test and it and it takes a lot when you haven't been in school for 10 20 even oh, 30 yeah. years it yeah. takes a lot for you to build that that stamina for that studying back up and to be able to think through those problems you know I mean polynomial equations when's the last time you said that word right <laughs> never <laughs> Ever? Uh, don't want to, you don't want to, no, no. You don't want to. <laughs> or are looking at you know the 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 outline of the government in our social studies class? Are trying mm-hmm. to figure out what your measurements are for you know for quartz meters and all these other things for the science classes? Writing a writing a great essay. What does that look like if you yeah, if you're yeah. struggling with your reading skills your whole life? What does a right. great essay look like so that you can get that part of the language yeah. done? So it's a hard it's a hard space, but but over. Overwhelmingly, and to answer your question, overwhelmingly, our women are coming in because they want to show their kids that education is accomplishable.
0: It it matters. And
1: it matters and it impacts their future and their families in a deep, deep way.
0: And I have to think, especially if this is something that, you know, they're in their 30s or 40s or 50s but they have got to feel this sense of pride and accomplishment and it's got to be empowering for them.
1: Very empowering. Yeah. Our, our taglines, nurturing women, transforming lives, but, but equipping and empowering is yes. what we do. Yeah. And, and I always love to tell everyone that our greatest ROI is confidence. Like every, what we've helped yeah. produce is the confidence that this is accomplishable, which is really fantastic. That's a really great thing to yeah. see people walking away with just this burst of confidence that's, and this that, air.
0: And that's going to Translate into oh, every other area it of their
1: does. life. It does. It's just fantastic. That that moment of, I finally conquered this one thing that yeah. has just been driving me up the wall yeah, that yeah. I've wanted to do for this long period of time.
0: Yeah. Well, and I had no idea that the test was that hard. It is. Um, yeah. I, again, I take your word for it, but I can <laughs> see how, especially if you've been out of school for years and years, I don't know that you could do that on your own. I think that you would almost have to have some guidance and some support systems and, mm. you know, to, to keep you motivated and encouraged and on the right track, because mm. it's a lot of times be like, I wouldn't even know what to study. Uh, Where yeah, do I start?
1: Exactly. Yeah. And there's, there's that accountability and having a oh, t- yeah. teacher, a classroom yeah. teacher a tutor that you right. can meet with on a regular basis. And then even a mentor to kind of push you and spur you on. And yeah, then you've got yeah. your classmates that are there with you right. together. They're all working for that same purpose and that same goal of getting through this space. What well, that is that, that partnership in that space is really important. Yeah. I think, I really think that one of the ways that, folks who are seeking that, that piece of education, even if, and this goes for a GED, a GRE or an MCAT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, when you have people who are coming alongside of you and yes. working with you towards that goal together,
0: huge difference.
1: it really does make a huge difference. It pushes you and yeah. motivates you in a way that is, that is important.
0: Now, I don't think I had this question down, but I'm going to ask it anyway, because yeah. it'd be an easy one. So how are the classes structured? Are y'all on the semester system? Mm-hmm. Do they start? And, and like how many, class do they take per semester? How does that typically work?
1: Yeah, well, we have we have day classes and we have night classes. Okay. And then we do those for about two to three hours in the day and two to three hours at night. And okay. any person can choose whether they're going to day or night. And then we we have classroom lessons for right. their science, social studies, math, and language arts. They, okay. they go to math twice a week and they go to all the other classes once a week. Okay. Because math is math is tough yeah, yeah, totally. and, and that's that's the hardest that's the hardest part is conquering that math i think for most people that math really is the hang-up so they go to math twice a week and then they have opportunities to tutor with uh with our private tutors at any okay. point during the week as well and so we schedule that out and help them work through right. that and then in addition to those to those, uh the GED subject classes, there's also a personal development group that we that oh, we yes. host that okay. helps folks talk through things like anxiety, grief, depression. Yeah. how to manage how to, you know, daily life stuff. And then we have special speakers that come in, you know, folks from like unbound or from the family abuse center to talk about toxic relationships or how to guard yourself yeah. against predators or guard your children against predators, oh. things like that. So just like, per- those personal development topics that are right. really interesting yeah. and help garner community. Cause our one thing is sh- like, how do we garner community? Yeah. We have a Bible study that everyone can attend if they wish to. Cool. And that, and so getting that accountability and those and those um those measurements together that help folks feel like they have partners in their in their journey in their education journey really helps. So so investing in that community of that personal development group and that bible yeah, study yeah. just really drives forward that community. So they start so, so about how oh, many semesters? Yeah, yeah, sorry. That's okay. uh, so we have about 13 weeks of classes in the fall, 13 weeks of classes in the, in the spring. We have a graduation at the end of each semester, cap okay. and gown, the whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. Heck the yeah. Stage. yeah, they've earned it. I know. Right. Um, and and then we have a full service testing center as well where they can test oh, on site okay. and take those GED tests in our space where they're already. Okay. Used I was going to that say space. that would be so much more comfortable, so and less much less anxiety inducing. Yes, yes. And then just that that whole testing process is so nerve wracking and and people have you know there's a real test anxiety. test anxiety thing. We talk about test anxiety a lot at our center, and and so you can you can test on site, you can do your practice tests on site and everything, and and we run that on a semesterly basis. We. Try to take a break during the summer because everybody needs a break yeah yeah um and, and so all of our classes the tutoring the mentoring everything is done by volunteers in the community which we right. have a fantastic hey guys you do fantastic yeah, yeah. volunteer yeah. uh community surrounding us which is just wonderful um so yeah it just it's great so if i were to start if i mm. came in and needed to get my ged and say i'd
0: i'd gotten part way through 10th grade mm. like how long would the program take me about
1: not as quick as you think it is so oh if, you, if you don't walk in and just take those tests and you're done no, so no the, I... the average person and we do have a few people who've walked in and gotten it done yeah but for the average person, it takes a good solid 18 months to get through okay. that space, depending on when you've left school. So if right. you were not, ne- if you never attended high school at all, yeah. it is going to take you a few it's years. It's going to take longer.
0: Yeah. yeah. If
1: you finished, if you got right up to your senior year and you almost got really close right. and you had to leave for whatever reason, then maybe it's going to take you yeah. six months, you know, so that could take one semester, two semesters, okay, depending gotcha. on how fast yeah. it's a very individualized process. You know, I just cannot think of it as um, one size fits all. No, a situation. All. It's yeah. very individualized. We work very hard to make it as, um, as individualistic as we can and to make each journey special.
0: Well, I would think it would not only be determined by how far they got in school, but how much they remember and, and how, and much, how long it's been since they yeah, have been in school. Yeah. 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 Because knowledge curriculum, I've taught at a couple of universities and yeah. it changes. I mean, does. you know, stuff that I learned when I went through college, not not all of it is yeah yeah science
1: science is always moving and all these studies and interdisciplinary spaces are always changing and shifting with the times if you haven't been in school in 30 years you're going to see some different stuff in that on that test oh gosh yeah you got to work through that and so that's what our teachers and our tutors try to do with with our students
0: that would be intimidating um so about how many women have graduated from the waco program since its inception do you know
1: I don't know because, okay. because our numbers haven't been, haven't been tracked over the years as well as we okay. would like, but I do know that in the last four years, okay. we've graduated over 60 students, that's which impressive. is really, really wonderful. And it's that's amazing. And it, you know, see my previous comment that it does take a while to get through these yeah, programs. Yeah, so no, there I get students that. that are coming back in who have been with us for two years, you know, are, and sometimes more. And that's OK. Like we we tell them all the time, we're not going anywhere. Don't worry. Take your time. Yeah. You know, and I think, too, that depends on an individual factor of what's your job like? What are your kids? What you got, What your kids have going on? Yeah, like, what do you yeah. need to do as a as a parent yeah. or a person who needs to earn income in right. order to finish this this degree? So, yeah. But
0: you all help them figure that out. We do.
1: We help them figure it out. We help them troubleshoot yeah. and remove those barriers to make it happen.
0: So can anyone just get into a class or is there a waiting list? If there is a list, how long is someone generally on it? How does that work?
1: We try not to have a waiting list. We try okay. really hard, but we do have a waiting list from time to time, Um, especially if you're coming in. If you're wanting to join midway through the semester, you'll have to wait for the next okay, semester right. to start yeah. because that math class, that you know, makes, really yeah. want to be in sync with your peers. Um, in order to have a good experience. So we do have a wait list. Generally speaking, no one stays on it for more than three or four months. Oh, that's not um, bad. Which is really not bad. And it's like waiting for a new semester to start. Yeah, yeah. You kind of want to do that anyway. Yeah, you really want to do that anyway to stay on track. So we try, we try to not have a waiting list. We try to remove that barrier if we can. But um to to join the program is as easy as going to our website and signing up. Okay, that's it. Like That's, that's pretty simple. We we don't have an income requirement. We don't have any barriers in terms of who you are and what you do and where you come from. Okay, just go to our website and sign up. And the
0: website says the classes are free. Who mm-hmm. pays for like you all's space that you use, the materials, the teachers? I know you a lot of it is volunteers. I get that. But but there are some expenses.
1: Yeah, there are. There's a lot of expenses. There's a lot that goes into it. We have um, a nice size budget and we pay for all of it. We take care of it. We do all of our fundraising. And it's honestly okay. the generosity of our community. Our okay. donors are... they're making a big impact. I have to tell you, um, hi donors. Thank you. (laughs) Um, y'all are making a big impact. You guys are doing great work by helping support the work that we're doing. It's, it's really important. Um, we, we do have some grants that we write, we write for, we write to private foundations for grants all the time. Um, we are supported by a lot of different great organizations In so like local churches and then, uh, and then we have our great church partners as well. We yeah, have some fantastic okay. church partners. Hey guys, um, but you know it, it's all an effort of the whole entire community. So right. whether it's a business, a bank, a church, a, a chamber, okay, um, think about that. A grant, yeah. a grant foundation, or an yeah. individual that's giving five dollars a month. Every little bit helps. Absolutely. It all yeah. goes towards yeah. our programs, and one it's one hundred percent funded in house and turned out in house by yours truly. <laughs> yeah yeah um but we don't have any federal funds so we're we're not federally funded at all i didn't think you, that would be the case but
0: i know like women of waco y'all are the organization that yeah, we support that,
1: and organizations like that who who take us on as personal partners are yeah. really just absolutely uh i i would i would cry it's yeah. just so instrumental <laughs> know. in what we do it's just the the partnership is really yeah. important and impressive um our partners are Partners are our hearts. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you all. Yes. Does- I, I want to mention too, really fast, oh. we do we do our services there in English and in Spanish because oh. of a great partner, Lo Puerto hueco uh, who oh. we partnered with to help provide Spanish nice. support in that GED space. Um, so we're doing it in English and in Spanish wow. because of great partnerships.
0: That's great. Yeah. Now the WMU started you guys. Do they provide any funding? I'm just curious. Uh,
1: yeah, we have grants that we can apply for because From there the, are so okay. many organizations that okay. they support and they work with. We have grant funding we can apply for. We have a scholarship program we can apply for. Okay. Um, Things like that. Yeah, we get a little Very bit cool. of support there too.
0: Cool. Okay. So I realize you may not be able to use names, but mm-hmm. can you give me some stories about mm-hmm. some of the CWJC, the people who have kind of gone through the program and how that's affected
1: them? I think the uh I want I want to invite everybody to our graduation. Number one, okay. that's one of the great ways to hear our stories because oh, we have them there. We do cool. we have testimonies at graduation and people Fun. get to share their stories. I I love our stories. Um so many wonderful things have happened over the last for the for these many years I've been there. Um, you know, we've had we had women who have come through who who have started out in our job training program who come in and and done computer classes and and learned about boundaries and learned about job skills right. development and then decided to stay on and do their GED and, and great. Um, there's one gal that comes to mind that um, was there when I first started and, and she was working through that space of, of trying to figure out the job market. She, yeah. she was an, uh, a mom who was going to be a grandma pretty soon and wanted to get back into the job force and wanted to go to college, but she wanted to work on her skills first. So she yeah. wanted to work on her computer skills. So she started there and then she worked on those job and resume skills. And then she worked through that space. And and then she was working through kind of some boundary spaces, and then she started doing a little bit of therapy work and things like that, which you know how yeah. important therapy yeah. work can be for people. Oh yeah, and that really unlocked her wanting to access more of her self awareness and her self confidence. And so now she's working on her GED. She worked on her GED, and she worked through those spaces. She 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 nailed the social studies, science, and language arts classes. Boom, boom, boom. One, yeah. two, three, real fast. That math class took her two years, Melissa. Yeah, two I years. Get it. And, and that, that was a hard space. Like we just, we cheered her on. I, I, I would text her and check on her. Hey, how are yeah. you doing? Are you studying? I haven't seen you in a while. Come on back. You know, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah she finished she finished um i remember last wow. spring we just she and i boohooed together at yeah. graduation yeah because she had finished and she had accomplished that goal and now she's come she's come back as a mentor and as a uh-huh. to for students that's so she's, great she's a key alumni with our with our students we go to her for for all sorts of things for for support yeah. and she's in school at mcc and wow. Through her experiences, she figured out that she did have a learning disability. She was able to get medication and get access to what she needed to conquer that learning disability. And now she she's eating it alive. Education is what she wants more than anything else, and she's getting a psychology degree. oh amazing? Yes, just an amazing story. And she's she's a grandma now, and she's just just all this wonderful wonderful growth that she's yeah. experienced, just in that transformation of confidence. You can just see it. And she is, she's a, she's always been a natural encourager. Like from day yeah. one, when I met her, she's yeah. a natural encourager, just wants to set everyone on fire for, for, for Jesus and for life and for others. And, and it's just a natural encourager, but you know, it's really amazing. And then there's another girl that she's, she's come in and known her for about two years. Also, she's been with us for a while. And and her countenance when she came to us, I mean, just solid stone, you know. And you weren't breaking through. You weren't. You weren't going to. You weren't going to reach her. And, and yeah. she didn't want yeah. any of that extra right. stuff. Just here to get a GED. Here to get out. Yeah. You know? Okay. No problem. We can we can work we with can that. Do that. Yeah. You know, we can do that. No problem. And and this year she connected really deeply to our our resident chaplain who was working with us. She's a partnership with True Seminary and. And the, uh, the chaplain comes in and she's, and it's her, her title that she used is chaplain. And she would come in and, and pray with our students and lead them yeah. in Bible study and and do, and you know, whatever, whatever they needed, she was yeah. there for them and they connected. And I, I tell you what, the, the, it's like watching, watching the stone just melt mm. this past semester, oh watching gosh. that just, yeah. just flooded off of her. And she is she's joyful she's really she's encouraging her peers she's encouraging her teachers she wants she wants to to just be a person who is is engaged with others and that is a that's a 180 y'all that's a 180 for somebody to come in and just not really want to connect oh yeah and to be and to have that light turned on.
0: That's a transformation.
1: That's a transformation. That's a transformation that is incredible. And then, and this, this determination now of I'm, I'm doing this, like up until this point, when, when that transformation happened, it was, no, I'm done. I quit. I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. It's just too hard. Come on, stay with us. Stay with us. We, you got this, you can do it. We're always encouraging you. You can do it. You can do it. And then that light bulb switch turned on and yes. now she's stoppable, Melissa. She wants to get it done. <laughs> she's going to nail this thing. Yeah, really well, incredible. With stories, like, stories.
0: with stories like those two, I would think for me, it would be like, I love my job. <laughs> we do. <laughs> this would
1: be so cool. Really, what's it I love my job. It's
0: great. <laughs> because also, I mean, you know, Lydia, has a ripple effect. It's not just mm-hmm. their lives that are changed but their families and their mm. friends and people. I mean, it's just,
1: it's just spreading out. Yeah. I hear you. I, I will. You said you're a family. You told me your family systems junkie. I'm a family systems junkie too. Oh, I yeah. believe deeply yeah. that what we oh, do transforms gosh. the internal workings of our family yeah. and can change our history. Yeah. Because our history can be yes. very connected to, yes. di- you know, we, we, we have a family history of divorce or we have a family yeah, history right, right. of abuse you know, and we can shift our family history entirely. There's another great story. Okay. So, one woman, you know, she's struggling through that math. I'm telling you guys that math is a hangup. Yeah. So the, she's struggling through that math. And then one day she's, she's in class and, and that light bulb turned on. And, oh my goodness. I get it. I get it. I get it. Two days later, she comes back to class. She takes my hand. She said last night, my son needed help with his homework and I could help him. Oh, I knew how to do it. So was out And she was so oh, excited my that she knew how to help him. And she knew without a shadow of a doubt that she could help him. And I just, I beamed. I was like, yeah. that's good. That's what we want. We want you to feel so empowered yeah. that it just trickles down to your kids and it just gets yes. all over them. Yeah, it's good. Oh, it's so good. And then the really great thing, the family systems aspect of it is what the the ripple effect that we've been seeing. And we have not had to post posters about GED in a long time. We haven't had to advertise for it. Right. Because women are bringing their sisters, their nieces, their right. cousins, That's what their, I their moms, yeah. their daughters. Yeah, yeah. They are bringing their family members to this space. And they're, and they're wanting to, to see the men in their lives, get these transformations too. So, so you, when we mentioned Christian men's job court earlier, we've actually, we are partnering with them to help develop a men's CED program as well. So we're working with them and CMJC in our community to help them bring that to life as well. So that's a little project that we're working on together to try and get that off the ground for the men in the community. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So I have to, I'm going back to the math, you know, her helping the, um her son with the homework. Mm -hmm. Back when my boys, I have two, they were like in third and fifth grade, something like that. My late husband, Ed, was a dentist. So Mm -hmm. he had a doctorate degree. I have a PhD. And we were trying to help our sons with their homework at one point. And we realized we could not help them with their math. I can't help my kids with their And so we're like, we have a master's degree and two doctorate degrees between us. And we cannot do uh-uh. this math. So we basically had to tell them mm. we can help you with English, science, history, those we've got covered. Math. We'll either get you a tutor or you have to figure it out. I <laughs> It's just,
1: we couldn't do it. It, it. That's that changing curriculum, right? Yes. I mean, been, yes. It, it, you haven't been, you no. haven't had to go to a math class in how many years? A long time, right? I haven't gone to math class in a long Avoid time. It. Yeah. And, and it is hard. You you sit down with your kids at night to try and help them with their homework. Yeah. And my kids are taking algebra two pre-cal and all these. Yeah. And I don't even want to talk about what my yeah, yeah. what my college student takes. He's a math whiz. But, you know, it just you, you try to help them. You try to help them find the answers. But it's hard other than going to Dr. Google and trying to figure it out on yeah. Dr. Google. It's tough and, and it's hard. And the more you engage that part of yourself, the easier it becomes. Right. right? right. So in that math class, engaging with your peers, engaging with that yes, teacher and trying yes. to get that muscle working again. Yes. For that math muscle to working again is a tough is a tough thing to do, which is yeah. why it does take longer to conquer that math test. Um, but once you get it working, yeah. And once you turn it back on, right, right. Then it can kind of it, you get you momentum. Get and that it keeps moment going. going. And you can encourage other people with that yes. momentum.
0: I, I just love that. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. So I was going to ask, and you talked about this, my thought, the the one common factor that I thought a lot of the women might have is having children, because I would think some of them at least probably got pregnant in high school and had to drop out of school. I mean, that I, I could see that being a reason. So I'm imagining a lot of them have children. Do you all provide any type of childcare or... or
1: um, no, curious. we actually, we actually don't because okay. a lot of our students either their, their children are in school.
0: That's true. Okay oh, that's um, right. You're not going during the summer.
1: Yeah. And well, one of the reasons we don't have classes during the summer is, is do heavily to well volunteer schedules. You know, everybody's traveling during the summer doing yeah. their own thing. Yeah. And then the, the moms that do have children, their, their kids are at home during the summer. So we, we don't have classes okay. during the summer, but, um, but a lot of the, the folks that are with us, their kids are often a little bit older and their kids are in school, but the ones that do have babies it does happen, um, you know, we, we do have younger moms with us. Um, and, and not, and I want to clarify, not everyone who comes to us is a mom, you no, know, I we've got that. a lot, that. a lot of women yeah. who, who are of all walks of life. Um, but I forgot what I
0: was going to say. There we go and i children women who have children <laughs> so do you provide some type of childcare
1: child at this time you know it's a, it's a hope and a, and a prayer for the future that we'll be able to have facilities to be able to do that okay. but we don't at this time they um and the women usually find people to sit their yeah. kids or or something like that a friend a sister um to watch their kids while they're while they're with us it's a you know we we tell them that they get to steal this time for themselves that when yeah. they're in this room they steal this time it's yeah. it's theirs we don't we don't do that as women i don't know about you but as, we as, take many, care of as moms, we yeah. take care of everybody else and yeah. we don't steal time for ourselves. And yep. so we are big fans of, of cheering them on to steal yes. this time for themselves and to yeah. hold it tight because, because it is sacred. It is important. And yeah. once that door to that classroom is shut and that teacher's teaching, we want you to take that time yeah. to really engage with yourself. And so whatever arrangements you can have to make that happen so that you can attain to that is, is, is instrumental. We don't have a childcare facility, but we can help you find one. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think
0: it's also kind of like the, uh, you know, taking that time for themselves that it's important. It is. It's, it's the mentality of when you're in the, an airplane and they say, if, if the oxygen mask drops out, you do yours first before you, you can't really, if you're can't. not in a strong position, you're not going to be able to help other people. That's what so it's really important for them. But I think it's important for their loved ones as well, that they do that.
1: That, that, that step there's, there is a, I wish I would have had it at my hand at my fingertips, but there is a statistic out there that women who pursue their education, women who pursue their degree and finish their schooling are more, are, are more able to see their children finish their schooling okay. because that trickles down when yes. a child sees the parents, especially the mother painting yep. their education, the child is more inclined to go yep. to their education. Um, They're more inclined to stay in school too, because they see their mom working hard at it and doing it and the the results that she got and the results that happens.
0: My mom, when she was alive, was a volunteer chaplain in women's prisons for years. I mean, she Mm, precious, that was a big thing for her. And the rate of families in prison is huge because they see their parents Doing well, it's it. family, that, systems. Exactly. family systems, exactly that work right there. So, you know, it's the same type of thing, yeah. whatever you kind of see in your home growing up, you're kind of going to replicate that, yeah, good or bad, unless there's some intervention for better or for worse. Yeah, we
1: become, we become our parents. Oh, <laughs>
0: scary.
1: scary thought, yes, yes. No, I like my parents. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I want to talk a little bit about the GED. Mm. How big of a problem is this in Texas? If you know, do you know like what percentage of women don't
1: have it? I, I, well, I do not women. I can tell you okay, people, That's people, hard. adults. Um, so uh, our our percentage of of adults in need of a basic education in Waco is twenty four percent. Wow. In the wow. Clinton County is about twenty five percent, and in Texas overall is about twenty six percent. So we're just wow. kind of climbing yes, up stairs right up. there. It starts up, but if if you translate it really accurately, just put it into your mind that one in four people yeah. around you have right. not finished their high school that's education. Normal. One in four, that's a quarter of our population I didn't realize have not that. accomplished, well, it's 25%. So, and it's, it's actually in Waco, it's about 24.8% according to statistics in 2021. And that's one in four people around you that's haven't had their basic education, their, their adult education, their GED, their high school diploma. That's, that's a lot. And and what that translates to is, is folks that are in need of, maybe they're in need of learning disability support. Maybe they're yeah. in need of reading support. Maybe they're in need of math support. This is, this is, this is a thing that, this is the thing that bothers me about not, not being able to attain that education is what it does to yeah, that your self-awareness, yeah. Yeah. your self-confidence the you walk in a room and you're one in four person who does not have their high school diploma the the level of 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 judgment you feel from others when once they know it what you go through emotionally and Mm. mentally Yeah. The what you feel. And then I hear this from our women that I I have felt judged for not having my education my whole entire life. I have felt like I am less than my whole entire life. And that just breaks my heart. I hate that. I hate that we do that to each other, that we make each other feel that way. Because really it it's, you know, it's one of those things that people not finishing their high school education is not because of laziness. It's not because they can't. It's because life circumstances have yeah. overwhelmed them to the point to where they have to leave for whatever reason that is, or they were not allowed to attain yeah. it. This is the part that breaks my heart, Melissa, yes. is that people were not allowed to go to school because they had to work or they had uh, to do whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. so hard. But then but then to know that that carries with you for so long. And then it's so, you know, it makes it hard to get a job that is an advanced in an advanced space at all, even if you're yeah. working for an industry or for a fast food right. chain, you can't become a manager without a GED or a classical diploma. Yeah, I didn't know that. Most places, most yeah. places. So there's mm. this, this thing that it it's a it's it's a, it's a it's a it's a big mountain in a lot of people's lives, and it's that a that cumulative. Is, effect it it, just, it, like it accumulates, and you can't you can't go to college and get an associate's degree, even though oh, you wow. feel like you could handle it. Yeah, right yeah.
0: they're not going to let you in.
1: No. No, they're not, not without that high school diploma. They want so that piece of paper. That piece of paper is important, you know? And yeah, for better or for worse, it's important. It's not just a piece of paper. It's an intrinsic value. There's an intrinsic worth. Yes, yeah, exactly. That you say, I have done this thing. I can now step forward into this yeah. space. It's an
0: accomplishment. It's huge. It's like I told both of my sons when they were in college, especially because one son changed his major eight times, not making it up. <laughs> and I was just like, just get a degree it doesn't really matter. So just get something well I finally <laughs> told him I will pay because at that point he'd been in college like five years now That's some true. things had happened that okay. he, but, but I said I will pay for one more semester mm. and then after that you are paying for your own mm. guess what he finished
1: <laughs> something to accountability and motivation yeah. yes. <laughs> yes 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 yes
0: Okay, so I want to talk about your, you kind of mentioned this before, uh, your Basket of Hope fundraiser, mm. which is, is it always in September? It
1: is. It's been in September for many, many years now. Okay, so we're celebrating our 20th anniversary at CWGC. That is so cool. It's so cool. We opened in 2003. Um, the, the the stamp date for our inception is September 19th, 2003, and okay. we're having our event on September 19th, 2023. Oh, so it's an actual 20th anniversary celebration, which is yeah. so fun. So it is usually in September on the third Tuesday of September. I don't know okay. why we chose the third Tuesday. We just did. It's a lunch event, so oh, okay. you know you don't have to leave your house after you've gone home. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And Tell so me again.
0: Wait, wait, wait. I'm running. It's done. September when?
1: September 19th.
0: And it's lunch.
1: And it's a lunch event. 11 to one. And so we this is, is it a, at the Baylor Club again. It's Sorry. it's not. It's at the Waco Convention Center this oh, year. So wow. we have changed it up a little bit because our 20th anniversary celebration. It's gonna be a big party, right? So we're gonna have a big space. Um. So it's gonna be at the convention center in the Brazos Ballroom. We've got a cool. great caterer. We're really excited. Nice. We're having, I know we're, we're we're pumping. So um. <laughs> so this is a this is a table sponsorship event. So it's an, an opportunity for your business or your church or your pickleball group to sponsor yeah, a table, yeah. whatever, to get a table together and come and, and hang out. But it's baskets of hope. So we have about a right. hundred baskets that we, that we auction off in a silent auction. And I'm telling you some of the best shopping you can do. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's so much fun. I've seen so much things, fun, yeah. great baskets. Um, And so these baskets come from our community too. So if you wanted to offer a basket from your business, featuring your business and all right. the wonderful things you have to offer, you can do that too. So The baskets are given by the community. We sponsor those tables out and then everybody comes and has lunch together and gets to network a little bit and go auction for baskets and and get the basket so sign your name and you get to you know bid on your basket and see if you win. Um, We're going to be for our 20th anniversary. We actually have one of the women who was a founder of National Job Corps speaking at our event, Dr. Martin Reed, who is local to us at the Hancamber School of Business. Um, She's going to be our our speaker this year. She was instrumental. She was on that first committee who sat down and had coffee and decided that Job Corps needed to be a thing. You should do this. So she is going to be our keynote speaker. It's going to be fantastic. Cool. Can't wait. Tell me Um, in the past, what are some fun items that have been auctioned off? Oh man, we've had, oh. And I should have prepared you, sorry. (laughs) No, it's okay. I got this. Uh, We've had a a Power Wheels last year um, donated from Bird Culkin Ford. Um, We had, oh goodness gracious. We've had some trips. We've had some great Airbnb trips, a lake house trip. Um, we've had, um, some wonderful old quilts that have been donated, Ooh. beautiful quilts, Ooh. um, and then baskets just from different businesses Yeah, and they'll right. come together and they'll, they'll put all their goodies in the basket yeah, and yeah, like and some services some and features and yeah, services yeah. and things of that nature. We've had caterers donate, Ooh, gift cards. Nice. um, so you can, you do catered dinner and catered lunch for your business. Uh, we've got some great gift cards from, from, uh, uh yeah. restaurants. We'll put them together like in a fancy little package right. and stuff. Um, and then we just have wonderful things that people put together for us. Like a Sunday school class will put together yeah. a pink basket and it's got everything yeah, yeah. pink that you could ever want or a unicorn basket. <laughs> and so they're just really wonderful things. And we had, we had a, a big bear Baylor bear basket, big bear, baby bear basket last year was nice. Baylor bear stuff for the for yeah. adults and for kids and just all kinds of wonderful things. I was they thinking one time fun.
0: I saw a uh, hotter balloon ride
1: Oh uh, no, uh we were we were trying to get a hot air balloon raffle at one point. Okay, okay. Yeah. I thought, um, saw that. Okay. No, uh well, i love that. That'd be great. If anybody yeah. wants to, to that, donate that would a hot trying. air balloon ride, that would yeah, be yeah, fantastic. Yeah. We'll put that one up for the <laughs> raffle. No, but this this event is really important to us. So all of the money that we make from this event, sponsorships, underwriters, any basket sales, the whole nine yards, all of those donations from this event go right into our budget, right into funding those programs it is 100 percent our yeah. support yeah and we've made over hundred thousand dollars last year wow yeah
0: so is this like the biggest chunk of your budget this comes- is a yeah. big
1: this is a big piece of it' yeah. it's probably about one third of our budget actually. Okay. Wow. so it's a big fundraiser for us it's really yeah. important and it's it really sustains the way for us to have big sustainable programs and, and by the way this this opportunity to fund this program you're 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 helping us serve over 200 women a year. Wow. That's what we're doing. Um, over 200 women a year in our programs at this point. So
0: we're impacting 200 <clears throat> lives plus the lives plus of their the families, and their communities. To, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, our our wow. Our mission statement: we we foster personal, professional, and spiritual growth for women, empowering themselves, their families, and their communities. Because yeah. our hope for them is that they turn around and they start giving right back into their yeah. community. After and it this. sounds like most of them do. And they or, do. Yeah, they do. Yeah.
0: And that leads me to my next question. Um,
1: you okay. kind of talked
0: about this uh, alumni programs. Yeah. Are the alumni typically pretty involved in say CWJC? And if so, what kinds of things do they do?
1: That's our hope that they are. Um, But you know, if you're, if you're coming into, into the program and you're trying to go get your GED so you can go to school, so you can get a better job. Sometimes that's not possible, I understand. but there's so many women who do stay on and become involved in our programs. Um, We've got uh, one gal who comes in at nights and helps just kind of run the show. She just comes in and she assists our programs director with anything she needs. And nice. you know, and she'll come and she'll help with you know setting up for graduation and things like that. But she just comes in and she just takes care of what needs to be done because she, she makes herself seen, useful. She has seen the work that we have to put in to sustain right. everything, and she's like, "I'm here. What do you need?" And she comes and she just loves people like that. Um, I know, I know. But then we've got we've got folks that they want to encourage another. So yeah. so we've got one gal who is coming with. So she graduated in the fall with her GED. Well, she made friends inside of that. space. And they got very, very well connected together. And so now she comes with her friend every week to make sure her friend shows up to class. Nice. So she serves as a mentor and accountability, and accountability. partner yeah. to spear that friend on to make sure she shows up and I they come that. and and she takes her, she takes her to tutoring and make sure she's good at tutoring and everything because she knows that friend is really struggling to stay committed. And so she just shows up with that friend. Isn't that beautiful?
0: That's gorgeous. Yeah. I, I just
1: they they met each other in yeah. this program, and they're doing, and she's doing,
0: and this. she's like, "I'm not leaving you behind."
1: No, she's not. And then, and then she's she's got other ones that she's like, "I'm gonna keep on hanging out until my friends are all done." <sighs>
0: yeah. I love that.
1: I know. I know. Just I know. It's beautiful. I'm it's cry. I, know, I know. I know. It's just beautiful. I I get to love my job. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: I know. I was thinking that. About- so, a couple more questions. You mentioned volunteers. You've got a lot of volunteers, oh. and they help teach classes what other kinds of things do volunteers do?
1: Yeah. Um, well teaching, we, yeah. we need a lot of teachers. We're actually looking for some computer teachers right now. Hello. Um, Not me. <laughs> we need, we need a lot of tutors. We, we always have people okay. that want to tutor the private tutor and that those time slots are limited. And, um, so tutoring any subject, computer tutors is, uh, is, is a big one, uh, resume coaching tutors. I love, I love those. Uh, anybody who feels really confident about helping make resumes, we, yeah. we could really use you uh tutors for math, science, social studies, and language arts, you know, and yeah. writing tutors. Those are important too. Then we have mentors. We have mentors that come alongside of our students and text them uh, you know, how you doing today, how are right. your studies going? Um, you know, checking in with them, you know, every once in a while we'll have everybody come up and have you know mentor lunch and mentors and That'd mentors eat nice. lunch together, you know, bring your own lunch situation. Um or we we have meals. Um, and we have speaking of meals, we have meal providers as oh, as okay. volunteers. So we like to feed everybody because I don't like I mean every
0: day or just something
1: on a regular basis. We like okay. to feed everybody as much as we can okay. because um studying is a really hungry thing. Oh, like tell me. Yeah. trying to study and learn makes you really hungry. You're you burn a lot of calories. Yeah. And so we go through a lot of coffee and a lot of snacks and we love to provide meals when we can. So we try to organize that as well. So we have, we have meals that we need to, um, be able to shepherd and deliver and, and snacks that need to be provided. Um, and then we have folks that come alongside of us in the fundraising space. So helping us organize our big events, you know, we have got a lot of volunteers that help with that. There's a lot of spaces that we, we could use folks. Um, if you know, anything from office help to, to teaching there's there's a lot of spaces yeah, there's there. a need um one of my favorite pieces is just the way that our volunteers fit in um retired educators who oh, yeah. miss yeah. the classroom and they can oh, come yeah. in and they can just teach and that's it that's just great. teach yeah just come in and offer their gift and they love it nice it's just beautiful um and then and then tutors who they don't want to commit to teaching but they'll commit to that one hour of just working one-on-one with a student um and then we have folks like we have one we have one uh, volunteer who's been with us for quite a few years now she comes and she just sits in study hall and she just waits and she sits and she reads and she just waits for students to need her and it's one of the most peaceful presences that we possibly have oh yeah because she is just if a student needs her she is there
0: and that's, gotta, and that's it. And then when they comforting. show up, it
1: is comforting. Like she is always there yeah. and it's just beautiful. And she's been doing that for about two years, wow. every Tuesday and Thursday morning, just sitting with us for two hours in study hall, waiting for a woman who needs her help with language arts, science, or social studies. Cause those are all reading based tests. Yeah, yeah. They're mostly reading comprehension based. Yeah. Right. And so nice. we work through those spaces, just in a reading comprehension way. So she sits and she reads her Bible and she reads her books and she studies and she just waits for that student to show I up. I love that. that. Beautiful way to beautiful way to what give a, back. What an act of service. So one more peaceful way to give back. And this yeah. one I'm pushing big time. You can see this on our social media all the time. So we do have a testing center now, which means we need proctors.
0: Ah, yes, um, and yes.
1: I am, I am booking this as the, uh, the best quiet meditation hour yeah. you can have. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Because you just, you sit in a room and you make sure no one's cheating on a test and we we train you on how to do that. Yeah, yeah. There's a little, there's a, there's a short certification test that you take to get certified as a proctor and you can just sit there and make your to-do list and just meditate on the world. And it is so peaceful whenever I need a break from like, Thinking too hard. I'm like, hey, can I go in and proctor for a minute? I'll I'll do it. I'll go sit and proctor for a few minutes. That way I can just kind of power down and it's just so peaceful and can meditate and pray for everyone. And so it's a great way to volunteer and give back. It gives us space, it gives us the ability to stay open an extra hour to offer testing to the community because our testing center is open to the whole community.
0: Oh, I didn't know everyone. that. Everyone, yeah, okay.
1: not just our students, but everyone who needs a professional certified test. Hmm. So computer, uh, computer uh software, you know, engineering, things I don't understand. Yeah, uh, computer securities. Teaching certifications, social work certifications, real estate licensure tests, that anything that Pearson Certified Test offers, right. we can offer that inside of our facility. So it's open to the public. Huh, so any proctor that comes and helps us out enables us to stay open an extra hour right. and provides quiet, safe, yeah, affordable testing for people in the community. That's great.
0: Well, I didn't know that. My son is a home inspector, and he had to take the certification us, yep. test, and I don't think he knew that y'all were there. And I have to say in his favor he took that test five times before he passed it but he did not give up I mean he kept going he's like he was determined determination yes yes Yes. and that brings me to a question I hadn't thought of (laughs) so are all of your volunteers female or do you have any males
1: oh we have men we have men volunteers they're great um we we've got a lot of great guys that volunteer with us that love being in the space they love giving back um Yeah, I've got stories about them too, but I feel like I I feel like I've talked enough. But yeah, there's a lot of great guys volunteer with us. Yeah. We got men on our board too. We're very good. I figured I just was very very diverse. There you go.
0: (laughs) If someone would like to be a volunteer, what Uh, do they need to do?
1: Visit our website, cwgcwaco.org slash volunteer.
0: Okay. And then the last question. If someone wants to start a CWJC in their community, yeah. what do they do?
1: Yeah, this is a great question. Um, we had somebody ask me this question before. It's you know, there's a process you would want to, you know, talk with some local people to see if you feel like it's a need. Um right. but visit wmu.com and look underneath our compassion ministries tab. That's the the Christian job Corps uh franchise, if you will, Uh, the the whole network is located under their compassion ministries aspect of what they do. And they have some information about how to get started there.
0: Yeah. So some guidelines and everything. Yeah. Cool. Okay. If people want to contact you, just cwjc.com Waco.org.
1: CWJC so like Christian Women's Job Course. cwjcwaco.org That's our website. Everything you need to know is right there on our website, um, including how to volunteer, how to enroll for classes, how to become a donor and a partner. All of yeah. that is right there. Yeah. Cool. Or follow us on socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter.
0: Do you do the social media posting? Just curious. I do. <laughs> it's not my favorite thing.
1: I do, I do all of it. Okay. <laughs>
0: See, you need to get one of the graduates who's good at that. Oh
1: yeah, no, or
0: or a volunteer, or a volunteer. Anybody, yeah. come on. Yeah, yeah, you let them do it. Huh? <laughs> I don't
1: let anybody do anything.
0: <laughs> okay, so I don't have a fun fact about Waco today. I forgot until Lydia and I got started. Can I have your Sorry. fun fact? Sure, go for it.
1: CWJC is here in Waco. Woo!
0: There we go, <laughs> and they do an awesome job, y'all. They really do. Okay, so along with this podcast and Waco Hypnosis Center, I'm available for public speaking. If you are interested in having me for an event, you can contact me through my website at www.drmelissarich.com, or you can email me at info at drmelissarich.com. And y'all, if you like the podcast, would love for you to do one of the following. Write me a review, like the, the episode, or share it. That would be absolutely amazing. Lydia, you were awesome as always. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you so much for being here. Enjoyed it. And ladies, we will see you next time. Bye.